You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Gene The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Justified After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Justified After Show. Welcome, everybody. Thank you for joining us for another AfterBuzz TV After Show for Justified Season 5, Episode 3, Good Intentions. I'm your host, John Comerford. I'm joined on the ba- big panel by Tamara Berg. Hey, everybody. Apple pie. Stephen Bottomley. Hey, apple pie. And Van Lieberman. Hey, apple pie. And in the booth is <laughs> Stephen Lemuse. Thank you very much, Stephen. Apple pie. <laughs> nice. All right, so this episode we have Dewey putting his foot down. We have Boyd getting a hand up, so to speak. We have Boyd. <laughs> nice. We yeah. have Boyd in the house. I know. Not even on the air for 30 seconds. Uh, <laughs> Coming out swinging That's with right. these zingers. Uh, let's see. I don't have anything else except um, <laughs> Raylan gets a chaperone, and we're all on the search for Monroe's gold. How's that? Yes, nice. I love it. All right, but where I want to start off is thanking Tamara for bringing the apple pie. I brought the apple pie. I said I would last week, and I did. And it is delicious. It is and delicious. Oh, is it warm in here? Is, is it warm in here or are we just drunk? Yeah. <laughs> just drunk. Here's to the All apple right, pie. So let's do, while we were chatting just before we went, we were talking about how we're th- the third episode in and we still Steve. <laughs> How's your apple Steve? pie, there Steve? You go, right? Wow. Steve can't handle That's his apple good pie. Apple pie. Mm. All right, so we're in the third episode <laughs> in and we still don't know the, what, what, how they're putting this season together. It's still kind of a, you know, a little bit of an enigma here. I agree with that, that we don't exactly know where the story is going to go, but it's kicking in. It's yeah, kicking it? in. You know, last season was a little more, you know, slow reveal of where we were going to go, well, well, and there yeah. wasn't... But we had the mystery. We knew right off the bat. Right. We knew it was a mystery, mystery so. but... This, you know, yeah, the know scenes that we're going to talk about later, yeah. but mm-hmm. holy smokes, we got in there today. Mm-hmm. And how are you, are you guys enjoying Boyd. that? Sorry. Mm-hmm. What's ah, um, ah, no, I was just saying Boyd got in there too. Uh, no, I was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> every, uh, every season of Justified, at least since the first season, has had a, a very distinct shape. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, we you had see the arc. You could, you yeah, know. the big bads come to town in, mm-hmm. in season two and season three. Season four, we had this mystery. This season, it, it's kind of a bit shapeless. They're setting us up for something a bit grander, you know, mm-hmm. as we're heading into the final season of the show. I feel like this season is setting up that final conflict, putting our main characters in the worst possible places, in their lowest points, so that they really collide in the final season. Right. And, and, and in the previous seasons, they also had the character that they would go to when, because you have to do the chess plane at certain points, you know, during the arc. Sure. You have to do all the laying in. Mm-hmm. But they would have certain characters they'd go to. They'd go to Quarles. Yeah. They did he was there. fun. They yeah. would go to, uh, Pat Well, Nikki Augustine we had then. Yeah. Yeah. We had the guys from Detroit. This particular season, they don't have that interesting and we're going to grab your attention the, the, the stories are great and they're yeah. captivating but they're not they don't have that one guy that you sit back and go okay here we go this is going to be fun right, but it's interesting that they're bringing the cousins back I mean the, the cousins are set to collide as we were talking about Yeah, uh, we got the cousins obviously the big reveal we've got Johnny back in the in yeah. the, cousin Johnny coming back. Yeah. So uh, we so we got Boyd and his cousin Johnny, and we've got Dewey and his cousin Daryl. And so yep. that's kind of taking that place because uh, you I, I don't know why they're setting that up if they're not going to 
have that be the question. Well, and you know, I, I've talking, been talking to a couple of people via Twitter and a mm-hmm. couple of the fans talking about how for me and for several people that that I've been interacting with it season 2 was our favorite so far of right. the of the ones that we've had and a lot of that was about family and alliances mm-hmm. and you know th- that was the Mags Bennett season yeah, yeah. It's about and, the holler more and the holler too. and so it's it, you know it's sort of like you know we started small and got big and now we're kind of focusing back mm-hmm. into small town and small communities and more, and, about, family, right? and more and, about family and I like that you know it was very much it was about it was about a feud too mm-hmm. because right. the Bennett's right. and the Gibbons and, yeah. had been feuding for generations yeah, and uh, now we're seeing sort of the the brewing of this new feud between the Crowders and the Crows. Yes, um, and kind of the infighting of the family rather than just oh, absolutely between families. And that's one of the things that I think is brilliant about the series and also about season two <laughs> was we were kind of seeing that you know that feud and and life in the holler and how people hold on to things for generations. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's something that we haven't really seen portrayed very well on television, and you know, getting to kind of delve into that has been. Fascinating, and that's why I think they've kind of gone back to that for season four. I'm going to jump ahead just because we were just talking about family yeah. in season two. I just thought it was the irony of uh, Raylan taking on Henry with a bat because mm. Dickie took a bat to him and went oh, season yeah. two. And yes, stuff like upside that. down. So, upside down and everything. I thought that was a nice little I, – I just thought it was great continuity in some respects that you, we Good got call to see back. turned around. So that was nice too. You know, if you do think of, of season two and how big that was mm-hmm. – you know, because you did have the holler, you had you know the the mom and dad's place. You had um, Arlo, Arlo, yeah, yeah, his his slow demise and all the different places they would go. It, it does make this season it, you're, you feel a little claustrophobic because it seems like it's all internal. Yeah, uh-huh. it's it's the house, a little more contained. It's Audrey's, mm-hmm. it's the other bar. It's you know, there's but we did go to outside. Detroit, but we came back rather quickly. Yeah, yeah. right. But and, I, I, and if nothing made you feel claustrophobic, it's that damn Detroit. Elevator. Yeah. yeah exactly. Well, I get I get what Steve's saying because yeah. you know, uh, first of all, Raylan hasn't really interacted with uh, with the crow with, with the crows that much. I mean, he did in the first episode. Mm-hmm. Not since then, he hasn't really interacted with Boyd this season. They're all kind of spinning their own stories. Which I, I assume in the second leg of the season are really going to start to impact yeah. each other. One of the things that I love most about Justified is there's a very, very uh, recognizable three act structure in the way that they build seasons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the first like four episodes are its own little arc, and then the second four are an arc moving into the final five episodes, which is just nonstop, you know, go, go, go. Right. And um, we're seeing Boyd get driven to extremes in his sort of low point. He and Ava are kind of being put at odds versus, you know, Dewey, who's being pushed to be more of a player in Mm -hmm. this criminal world than he ever was intended to be, ever capable of being. You know, Daryl is so much smarter than him, but he's going to use, I think, Dewey as the face of whatever his operation is here in Kentucky. Well, I mean... We can say that just about every, anybody would be so much smarter than Dewey. I mean, as, as lovable yeah. as he is. Indeed. I mean, it was, one of the great comments somebody's saying is that little hamster in his head just does, looks like he's out of, he's, he can't spin that wheel out much faster. Wheel. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, uh, okay, but let's talk Dewey and Daryl because I thought that, uh, you know, we'll, we'll talk the storyline specifically. He just looks so put upon poor Dewey. That I felt sorry for him. Yeah. <laughs> but when yeah. he discovered he'd been taken, well, do you no, mean, even or? before, just that Daryl's there in his presence and he can't even say anything to him, and he hates the fact that his cousin's in town and he just can't get rid of him. He's right. just like, so deflated. You yeah. know, like he finally, fish. Yeah, he finally got his reward. He got his three hundred thousand. And that, you know, it, that is great character work. That's great character writing. You're you're looking at a guy that's got Heil Hitler on his neck, 
and you're feeling sorry for the guy because right. his older, bigger cousin is going to hurt Take him. everything away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's just like, oh, damn it, why am I... You tricked me again, writers. Yeah. I feel like like you look at Daryl, he's almost like this big sweaty house cat, you know? <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? He's just like he's just sitting there like the cat has got the canary, just yep. kinda smiling mm-hmm. and he knows that no Waiting matter what to pounce. Yeah, he's yeah. he's going to get his way no oh, yeah. matter what. He's yeah. just kind of teasing it out until he knows the entire situation. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um he he's one of the only people on this show to have benefited from the criminal justice system, in that while he was away, he yeah. got this education. Yeah. He got educated. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's but making I mean, him... seriously, I mean, he said to, now he's, he, to Raylan, he knew, well, who's he saying he knows real estate or something? Like he went yeah, away he and was saying he was making all that crap. Up yeah. <laughs> you know, he... Composition, but he's not sure how he's going to use that. Yeah, yeah exactly. How he's in the business, and it's like. Right, no. but now he's, he's, he's educated, making him a far more dangerous enemy. Or, or at the very least, we don't know how far he'll go. We mm-hmm. know he's killed people. We know he's fed people to the Gators. Mm-hmm. He's not necessarily um, outwardly dangerous, but his mind is developed enough that we can assume he's going to try to build something here. He's yeah. not just looking to shake Dewey down. Right. No, no, no. I think Otters no. is just a step to just get in. Yeah. Yes. And he's getting, now he's got an enterprise that's making money for him, and then he's going to spread out from there. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, because there's nothing left in Florida for him. Right. So that's, that's why what, there. He, he didn't relocate for a vacation. <laughs> no. <laughs> but all the green he saw. It's beautiful. I thought that was interesting, mm-hmm. little metaphor it's there. It's green. Yeah. So you, right. think, you think if yeah. uh, Dewey came up with that 50 grand, he wouldn't have left? No. No. No, no. No. He would have maybe moved down the road, but no. like he's looking at legitimate businesses. He's yeah. pointing out restaurants and Corbin. Like he's yeah. not thinking, he's not thinking. Thinking about you know just getting a quick buck and leaving, Mm-mm. Florida's tapped out for the crows. He said in the first episode, yeah. and he's kind of falling in love with this greenery. He mm-hmm. he sees opportunity here. It's his boomtown. You know, Dewey's not tapping it the way that he would tap it, and he doesn't really know Boyd well enough to be afraid. Mm. That's and, true. He doesn't know Boyd. No, not yet. He's gonna so, though. Exactly, yeah. which is yes. gonna be great. Yeah. Um, I personally, I just I loved. The way that Dewey got pushed around by everyone else yeah, in the show. Went. In the in the episode, you know, uh, Daryl pushes him to go talk to Boyd. Mm-hmm. Boyd pushes him right back and builds him up, and he does his whole preacher routine. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> yes. he doesn't know what who he who he's cousin to. He doesn't know who you are, Dewey yeah. Crow. Now go in there and you tell him that you're a man and to get out of your affairs. Put and you even Daryl is like, you know, kind of like surprised and kind of like respect. Like, wow, Dewey, I didn't know you had that in you. Yeah. Not going to stop him, though. No. Not at all. So wh- while you've been away, though, uh, I kind of solved your problem. <laughs> I found your leaky faucet. Yeah. And uh, broke it open. Poor right? Messer. Yeah. Um, Poor Wade Messer. I know. Not long for this world. No. Oh, James LaGrosse. But I didn't understand why Daryl passed him like a handkerchief. He didn't pass him no, a gun or a knife. No, no, it was a gun in the handkerchief. I was think. it? It looked I, very yeah. small. Yeah, it, well, it, it, that, that's what I thought, but I, I'm not sure what it was, but it wasn't just a handkerchief. There was something in that. No, yeah. I'm assuming okay. it was a gun. Yeah. yeah. So, that's what I thought. Because he was anyway. crying because he saw his, his cousin bleeding and he needed to... Sure. Wipe his yes. tears. Was, yeah, that's what it was. I was if, if they were actually no. using the dryer to bang his head around. That's like, what I was saying. He, I was like, yeah. How would you do that? Would you like have to hold him up and hold his head in there and like? Yeah. The, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, maybe you stick like boots in there. Yeah, yeah. and and they just like <laughs> steel uh, boots. That all went through my head too, Steve. Yeah, it'd be a racket. Yeah, yeah. it would be. It, you that's know, noisy. That's something though. the Haitian brought. 
Can't I think. you just uh, kick Jean him? Baptiste, that's the way they do it in Haiti or something. Yeah, yeah I don't know what Kenmore that was about. Kenmore dryers are much quieter for anyone interested in getting into the yeah. business. Yeah. I think just yeah. yeah, no, we should we should get them on that uh, that energy efficient right. track. You <laughs> yeah. know, yes. energy efficient torture. Justified villains going green. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's what Daryl was talking about. He loves that green. He has to protect the earth yeah. that he loves so much. They, yes, that's Indeed. what he's talking about. Exactly. That's the green he's talking that's about. That's what he was talking well, about. Well, it sure does look like um, the whole Florida gang is now up to help Daryl because in that room was the Haitian. Danny. Yeah, and Eddie Cafegi. Yeah, uh, another D. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cousin another Danny D. with the yeah. knife. And, uh, then, but then there was a cousin Kenny or cousin Kyle or something who was in the trailer meeting one of the whores because he's right. a teenager. Right. Yeah. So not There's all whole, D's. No. What's up with that? He's got to be the black sheep. Of course that's where you put the teenager if they're too <laughs> young sheep. to shove a guy in a dryer. Mm-hmm. You put him in there with a horse. Yes. Yeah. They're excellent in that scene, babysitters. Though, I really liked uh, Master <laughs> just saying, well, I'm awful sorry about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm real sorry. And but. I love like he's saying, oh, I just I skim, skim it off the top, you know, like yeah. – uh, Twenty five hundred dollars out of your three grand. Yeah, just skimming a little yeah. off the top. Uh, <laughs> but I felt real sorry about it. Yeah, <laughs> Boyd made me do it. And Boyd did. So that's great. Oh god, that was fun. Boyd, mm-hmm. I mean uh, Messer. All right, but um, so what do we think that's going to happen? Do you think Dewey's going to kill him? I know we're, we're jumping the uh, uh, predictions and everything, but let's just talk a little bit. Do we think Dewey's got it in him? I've never really seen Dewey. One as of the a reasons I like watching Dewey is because I don't think he can go that dark. Yeah, you know, I, I I'm trying to remember his his arc and his character in the past. And it, did they ever show him killing anybody? I know he was. I don't think he has. I don't think he has either. And, well, and if I'm wrong, we'll certainly the, get the notes. In the pilot, you know, he he marches right up to Raylan sure. with a, with a shotgun. But he's never killed anyone on screen. Not that we've seen. In the pilot, everything changed a lot after the pilot. Yeah. So that that would really be an interesting turn for him because that's part of his charm, you know, of just being kind of lost. And, and like I said, yeah. he's like kind of Barney Fife and just trying to survive and all this crazy. So to have him actually have to kill somebody would really, I don't know, that'd be kind of a dark for, turn. For our young viewers, well, Barney yeah. Five. <laughs> <laughs> YouTube it. Um, I did read the, the Graham Yost recap yeah. um, today, and he did say that, you know, um, Dewey is really beginning the, his descent into hell, oh, essentially. No, yeah. So, you know, I don't, I think we've probably seen sort of the last days of innocence of mm-hmm. Dewey. Yeah, but I could also well, see so him, sad. I could it also is. see yeah. him, you know, believing Heart Messer when time. Messer says, I'll run away, you'll never see me again, and having that come back to bite Darryl him. Daryl won't ass. let him. Like, I, I, here's the thing Daryl says, no, 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 you know, I'm you're not going to kill him. him, you're going to kill yeah. him. Yeah, but, but it sure seems like there's just two people when he says, dig the hole. Yeah. Well, so. the, but the, the thing is, he's going to say, you kill him. But I'm definitely going to watch and make sure you do it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the thing is, like, Daryl's taking over, and part of that is bending Dewey to his will. Yes. And that's going to require breaking his spirit. Yes. Mm-hmm. To the point where he has to turn to Daryl for any decision that he right. makes. And that requires taking what bit of innocence he has left. Yeah. And he's going to have the fact that, no, you, look, you killed somebody. Yeah. No. I got that on you. Yeah. He's, uh, I think he's definitely going to kill him, but it's, it's going to have a huge effect on yeah. his psyche. He's not going to be the same person. Right. Right. The, he's not going to be the stable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's not going to be the, guy he is the, now. the pillar of strength that <laughs> yes, he's he been so now. far yes. in this series yes. anymore. <laughs> the oh. business tycoon. Yeah, 
Instead of Dewey Crow, he's going to be Dry Crow. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, moving on from that uh, particular uh, change of heart, or shall we say, change of personality, we we had a, saw some well chinks in the armor of the Boyd Ava connection. Yes, yeah. we did. Ava's really coming from desperation. Mm-hmm. What the heck? And why am I still here? What's going on? And Boyd's not giving her the, the kind of answers that she wants. Of course not. Yeah, it, it, but he's some, right. Look, the less you know, the better. But that true. part of that is just because he ain't got nothing going on right now. Yeah, yeah there's some real trust issues happening there too. Mm-hmm. You know, first thing she says, "Why are you looking for a blowjob?" Right. Mm-hmm. So she's yeah. suspecting. Yeah, she all is suspecting all kinds of mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Um, well, and, if you can't move her out of the area she's in, change who she is, mm-hmm. and that's what's happening. What's most telling for me is when she uh, she says, you know, I want you to ask me how I'm doing in here. Yeah. He didn't even he didn't even say hi. He didn't even say hello. Uh-huh. How are you? How are you mm-hmm. feeling? He goes right to business. Now, granted, he lost a whole lot of money when the shipment got taken. Right. You know, I understand that, but she is your wife. You know, and he made a well, lot of fiance. Yeah. Fiance. Fiance. Sorry. Fiance, sorry, he is. Her, she is his fiance, and <laughs> he made a lot of gestures last season, motions to like yeah. bring her more into the business. It was a lot more about True. solidifying this partnership. You remember yeah, how it was their Bonnie and Clyde time? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You remember how their relationship started? You know, she killed his brother. Yep. He was trying to, mm-hmm. you know, break good, as it mm-hmm. were, living in her home, and then you know yeah. they fell for each other and fell back into wrong. And well, you know. It, She's on some level. She's got to feel like you brought me into this world. Mm-hmm. You left that door open, and I followed but, but, you, you know, into she, it. She wanted that. I mean, let's face it. She she basically campaigned to be part of this. It's so, true. I, I mean, I'm sure she never thought she was going to be in prison. But uh, what I think is, is, this is the first time we've seen Boyd not ask things like that because mm-hmm. usually he's very attentive. You know, he's and you're right. Is, and this is the first time we've seen him not doing things like that. Well, and we talked about that last week that he really, you know, he, he, he things are slipping out of his control. Yeah. He's not, he, you know, the dreams of the Dairy Queen are slipping away. <laughs> yeah, they're long gone. And he's, now. I mean, he's really like having to go back to a place where he was planning on not going. I mean, yeah. he had the ring, he had the dream of the Dairy Queen, he had a plan. Yeah, and his whole plan is really falling apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and on and, some and last level, week he he had said, you know, don't lose faith in me, faith in me, and. and this week is uh, she doesn't have faith in him. That's at right. All. Yeah, but you know, also on some level, he kind of blames her for it when he mm-hmm. flat out says, yeah. "I didn't kill he Delroy." Did mm-hmm. he pinned it right on her because things were going so well, and then she had to go and get arrested. Yep. Mm-hmm. And as much as he wants to be supportive and he wants to be there for her and be the man that he is, and that we all know that he is, and the kind of loving uh, fiance just goes that to he show is. you, Jill has a way of driving a wedge between relationships. <laughs> and I, I don't mean, know it's, why it's true. Should. It's not even funny. That's true. You, you get to visit. Yeah. Well, two things. First of all, wild man, not too wild. Not wild at all. He didn't even get an under five this week. He's trying to... to, What do we call him? Calm man? Yeah, he's trying to avoid getting staples to his head. Sedate man. Sedate man. House house raised man. I think in in that relationship, if once Boyd has to remind her that he did not kill Delroy... I think that is a gauntlet being thrown. That that is. is. That is definitely him saying... You know, watch like, your step. Yeah, because yeah, I'm not the one to put you in this mess. Right, right. So. Yeah, and even and saying, look, I didn't tell you to go bury the body alone on kick you man and all that other stuff. So, but that of course, because that rift is happening, that's pushing him closer to Mara. Which yeah. oh, Jesus. Okay. very close to Mara. Super close. Them fatale. Wow. By the way, real quick, I, I must say, in fairness, 
the ladies got a lot of topless guys in this episode. So they did. All yes, the we bare, did, and all we the are bare grateful. Butt we get. Yeah. You guys got some mm-hmm. very nice physique. We did, yeah. and and I think everybody on the panel appreciated that. You were talking about. I was saying, God, that's a lot hey, of work, man. Now. Yeah, <laughs> that's a lot. I, was, of work. I just wasn't that's sitting next to you. That's a lot of salad. Yeah, a lot of salad and a lot of sit up. Well, you know, because we were talking about it before, how the yeah. you know, there's like these three or four guys that just have to stay fit, and yet all the other characters that come on are these big old boys. Yeah, <laughs> it was killing the Michael Rappaport doesn't yeah. have to. Yeah, eat you know, it's like oh, I have a steak and a burger and a cheesecake. Oh, really? And enjoy the macaroni. Yeah. <laughs> no, Walton Goggins, I gotta give it to him. He looked Man's good. cut from glass. Good. Good, man. He looked very good. <laughs> good for him. I'm, a, I'm assuming you're not talking about the tats. You're just talking yes. about the Yes, talking the about the body. The ripped, okay. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, and so. the, and the, the bullet hole scar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, that Mara. That put there. Mara with her cold, wandering fingers. Yeah. she was. No, she was, hey, she was just showing him which parts of her body she We're kept warm. warm. Yes. Yeah. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. It's an old well, way okay, to say now, hello in Russia. I don't mean to be crass. I am making the point, though, because the whole thing that Boyd said, pussy's a powerful thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's true. And then, so that's there. Yes. I mean, I just think that was, okay. Right, well, and so he's it. a victim of his own exactly. assertion. And, that's, you know, and the way they filmed assertion. that was yeah. very... Assertion, I yes, said. Yes, yes, yes. Very telling. <laughs> that, yeah, that clarifying. shot was very, very, you know, this is an important line, people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I mean... There's there and you're right. There is a line, and I feel like they're kind of crossing it. Where yes, they're entangled in not quite a business arrangement. They're both stuck in this, you know, dirty lie. Mm-hmm. Yep. They're trying to get out of this quagmire with Lee, legal problems, moral mm-hmm. problems. But sitting alone, drinking together, yeah. they don't have to be doing that. They don't have to be friends to get no. out of this. You know, Boyd knows better than this. And I'm sitting there watching this scene, and he's taking his shirt off. I'm like. What are you doing? Right. Mm-hmm. You love Ava. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Whoa. Right. I mean, yeah, the minute she he says she says do you have tattoos? That doesn't require that you take your shirt off, does it? No. I don't think so. And then well, she, she was Does she say that I want to see them or something? Yeah, she's like Yeah, but, yeah, but you can go yeah. like this yeah, true, or pull up true. your sleeve for goodness sake. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. But she and, and it she, comes off fast. It he does. was wearing a jacket Bam. too and it just kind of popped all right off. Maybe that it was, was very from stripper days. TV time. Yeah. Um, but it was fascinating how she was positively fondling him. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, she really was. She was, and we don't just normally see that contours. coming from. Yeah. Well, just my point yeah. is just that we don't normally, we don't normally see, see a woman that. doing that right. to a man mm-hmm. in this show. Well, also because I, I'd like to parallel because when he was at uh, Mara's house and Mooney showed up and and Boyd has a whole thing about who you're gonna who's. Uh, who, who are you going to uh, follow? Who's going to be the last man standing? And that was his way of exerting that kind of power and letting everybody know that he's going to back. Right. He's going to be with me because he knows I'm going to. And this is, was Mara's way of exuding her power, exerting right. her power, right? And her, keeping him in check. I would think because yeah. I, I mean I don't think she's doing it any more than to keep him uh, in line and close and wanting. It's and all, all that a power stuff. play. Yeah. But having said that, I think if she had the opportunity, she would. Oh, but I but I think she'd do it because of that, not, not just because she was interested. Yeah. Well, she's not going to do it for love. I mean, <laughs> clearly. Yeah. I mean, well, because Thank I mean, look who she married—the the whole thing. Yeah. So yeah. I just, you know, I think what was great is we've never seen Boyd come up uh, a, 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 a you know, worthy adversary. A, a, that's yeah. a female. That there, there was there again. It's another moment yeah. where he, he he reminds Ava about who killed who, who who this really is on, and then he mm-hmm. did push the energy in that. Mm-hmm. He did take his shirt off, and he didn't. Mm-hmm. You know, he, yeah, but uh, that energy was taken right away from him. And then she took over with that move. Oh yeah, she was not, he was not expecting that. 
Mm-hmm. No, the, the the Russian handshake. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ukrainian. Ukrainian. You don't think she's Russian. Latvian. Is Latvian. She's Latvian. Latvian. She's Latvian. For goodness' sake. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Get it right, it's completely. T- it's completely really? different. I thought she was Latvian. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was trying. I was trying. I couldn't get there. He couldn't right. get there. I had that Steve. blank stare. I had Sorry. that Michael. So much apple pie attending. or not enough. John got there because he just started drinking. The rest of us are sobering up, kind of. Well, I mean. Let's so, let's talk about this real quick. I mean, mm-hmm. beyond getting this money, right? You know, she's also been married to this fat old man for years. Yep. At this point, she's trying to get home. But, almost saw a way out when he was about to die. Right? Yeah, she thought he was going to be dead. Great, I can get out of here. Yeah. I can find some nice hot young guy, nice home. piece that I can control. But just like Daryl doesn't seem like he's going to go away. I don't see her going away. I, she's like enjoying it too much. You saw how she was beating up Mooney. Yeah. You saw how she was getting off on the power, and you saw that she was enjoying the power play between her and Boyd. I don't see her just like going, okay, hey, thanks for the I, money. I do. I think if she got her money, she'd be gone. I do. Really? Yeah. You don't yeah. think yes, she would I do stay too. for the energy? No, I don't. 300 stay grand goes rush. a long way in Latvia. I don't know if she would stay, but we also, we're learning, we're, we're revealing character about her here. Mm-hmm. We still don't know a lot about her background. She talks mm-hmm. about her mother. Her mother is a survivor, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. She's definitely somebody who has seen some dark stuff. Mm-hmm. She maybe, maybe was mixed up in some gangstery stuff back right? in Latvia. Well, she says the whole thing about the old men and the Nazis mm-hmm. or somewhere, more of the yeah. tattoos, some yeah, killed prison the tattoos, tattoos, all that kind of stuff. She knows, she knows yeah. what she's talking about. I don't know that she would stay around here, but her agenda is more than just money. No, she's an opportunist, though. I mean, yeah. face it, she married him for a reason, and that was just, oh, yeah. she love. thought she was going to... True <laughs> love. True love. Lee Paxton is, yeah. an, is a wonderful man, a pillar of the community. community. But this is Elmar Leonard. Is there ever true love in anything that... <laughs> no, I don't think so. Really? Not even, no. not even Raylan and Winona? No. No. Oh. I, I am curious if I could ask um, Boyd the character... I would be curious to know what he thinks about that swastika tattoo now. Well, because he says it was a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, a long time ago. Yeah, and, and I would love to know what his thoughts are now that, you know, it, it seems like that's not the same guy. And, and it's just the way he said that line, it really seemed like, I'm not going to say he was ashamed of it, but, you yeah. know, it's like something that he's not anymore. Yeah. Well, it was we got an I'm sure it was part of the prison thing and... You got to be aligned somewhere. Yeah, you do. Well, you look at his evolution. In my experience, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you, but I, but I mean, you know, just from a, a character study, what, yeah, what would part be of it? What part of it does he still carry? You know, what part of it was just childhood silliness? Mm-hmm. I think he sees it almost as like as a reminder of uh, of how far he's come and the things that he's lost. You know, yeah. he he was somebody who. He was reckless. He was uh, a white supremacist. He really believed that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say that all of those feelings are gone, but it's not his identity anymore. Then he found God, you know, mm-hmm. um, for arguably he's, the he's second time. Yeah, he's, he's somebody who's looking for purpose. Mm-hmm. And then ultimately he and found... What, what? No, I just... I, in season two, he realized that he didn't really have any purpose other than to be an outlaw. That was all that he could do. Yeah. But I think the purpose he found was with Ava. Yeah. Because that whole idea to that we're... To build a family. To build a family. And, a and get and out. And to get out. Because our children and children, all that kind of stuff, we will no longer They will be. no longer know yeah, where, that, that was, where we came from. That, yeah. And that thing has gone away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I think if he had kids, he would explain that tattoo as something from my past that I don't believe in and that you should never have to choose to be that kind of a person mm-hmm. to survive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think he'd say the same thing wouldn't. about his preacherdom. 
Yeah, I'd agree with that too. Yep. Yeah, and no one knows him in Latvia. Yeah. So clean oh. slate for yeah. he and Mark. Yeah. Okay. Spinoff series. Well, I, one more thing that I thought was interesting is the way that Mara went after Mooney. She certainly, she, like yeah. she, when she wants to exert her power, she goes to the groin. Yeah. With her giving or receiving, no matter which. <laughs> she knows. And that's in the same episode where the pussy uh, is powerful. I know exactly. I was like, damn. So mm-hmm. yeah, and that's what I thought. That was girl a nice power. Time. Yeah, <laughs> girl power. Yeah. So uh, Mooney, a yeah. uh, little bit of a sissy. Yeah, he was breaking down when, uh, yeah. you know, he, he thought uh, he was a dead man. Yeah, Mara, that was a good scene with her. That was great. Yeah, she seemed really pissed. Mm-hmm. She was pissed. Yeah, Steve they gave her a lot to do. She didn't she just shouldn't. seem pissed; she was. Uh, so just you get a little rough on a date. All right, let's. Oh, yeah, let's wow. speaking of rough. Yeah, let's go to Monroe, and we'll talk about his. Uh, the uh, that was just disturbing. Wow. Tamron, did you want oh to talk God. about that first time? Yeah. So, uh, obviously, Monroe, get, Monroe gets out on his own Monroe recognizance. And, uh, Olivia? Pepper? Gloria. Gloria. Gloria is his girlfriend, maid, slash. Gloria, maid. the maid. Yeah, and, uh, he's out on, well, first of all, I just like that, uh, you know, let, let's go back to the, where, uh, Raylan and Allison Raylan and get Ma- uh, interrupted, shall oh. we say. And, uh, by, yeah. by Henry. By Henry in the car, uh, horn, siren, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, tooting alarm. And uh, we see Raylan go out there and they do that confrontation. They, it's clear that they both don't really understand what's going on because they have their own agendas or they, they yes. think something else. So their two storylines aren't come, uh, meshing. And so, you know, it, as I'm watching, I'm going, are they, they're just really not listening to each other because they want to spend spin their own agenda about what's going on. But yes. anyway, so that just leads us to Monroe not understanding what the hell is going on either when he sees Rayland right outside of getting released. And again, just, just before we go any further, the, the, that last moment before we went to commercial from the first scene oh, yeah. and her saying, you, you're not going to believe this. I got to go. And Raylan's, what? what? <laughs> it sounded know? like a little girl. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, was so, I worked what? so hard. What? What? Really? We were what? so close. What? Yeah. <laughs> it was just yeah. hilarious. It was, a, it was just it a was. great moment. But honestly, I feel like that honest that kind of charges why he's he pursues this so yeah. much and why he refuses to see her fault mm-hmm. in any of it. Well, you know. and why is exactly because what Walton said. I'm sorry, Boyd said, "Pussy's a powerful thing." Dame, yeah, also that, known as Dames is trouble. Dames is trouble. Exactly. I was <laughs> way more. Dames is trouble. That's right. I was way more politically correct to say mm-hmm. Dames is trouble. Dames is yeah. trouble. Yeah. That's the case. Anyway, so let's get back to the fact that uh, Monroe thinks something's up, and he thinks somebody's after what he's got in his safe, which we've obviously learned about. Right. But just the disturbing part about how we learn all that when, when he's in that room with uh, okay, his yeah. maid Gloria, Tamara, you you were really I affected just, about this. Huh? I mean. It's so, first of all, that's just a terrifying, um, you know, drowning or suffocating just seems like such a terrible way to die and to die a couple of times and, you know, one afternoon with your guy. And I don't mean the little death, I mean the real death. Um, yeah, it was, it was really disturbing to watch that. Yeah. And that was where the, the episode just like turned and the series for this season, really like really turned for me. I was like, okay, I get this guy. Yeah. yeah. And it was one of the things that, again, Gramio said in his interview was, um, right, we see his true colors, Monroe's right. true colors. And if he dies later, we're not going to care that much. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that was part of what he was thinking when, when yeah. they created that moment. I mean, I'll care positively. Right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Be like, yeah. Yeah, I'm totally... go Grim Reaper. Uh-huh. Good job. Yeah. Totally, Snatch that. I mean, to- totally flash to corals. When that really? yeah. Calls, yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally just as like, there we psychotic. go. There's crazy. Yes. yes. There it is. Yeah, the super crazy. And yeah. I have to say, 
uh, because I've seen Xander Berkeley in so many uh, roles. I was not prepared for that. It was a little bit, whoa, whoa. And, right. And, and that it was even more shocking because it was him for some I know he's played good guys and bad guys. Yeah. But I was just, that was just unsettling to see yeah. that. The nature of their relationship is just so wholly screwed. Yeah. You know, uh, she's his she's his maid. Right, she's uh-huh. housekeeper. Housekeeper. No, sorry, no. not housekeeper. Maid. maid. She's the maid, not the housekeeper. Not the housekeeper. Yeah. Right. You know, he. She. Th- she refers to him as baby. She thinks yeah. of this on some level as a relationship. Mm-hmm. When she's getting dressed and she's sipping her wine or her brandy, and she's like, "I thought you'd never get out." And I actually kind of believe it, mm-hmm. which is like sad and sick yes. that she puts up with his crap. And he, oh, yeah. You know, he's a huge racist. Yeah. And well, uh, he's just doing that to get her. I don't. I don't. I'm, I'm not even sure what that's all about, but. It's it's driving her crazy. It's just weird. Well, I mean, it's to get her goat. At this it's point, he, does. he thinks that she's an accomplice. Right. So he's trying to get her agitated, get her to slip up. Mm-hmm. And then when she she doesn't have any information for him, when she's like, well, no, I didn't rip you off, he starts suffocating her, strangling her yeah. until he gets anything. This this is a guy at wit's end who really doesn't care about anybody except himself. No. And yeah. his gold. Yeah. yeah. He, he loves gold. But yeah. I, it was, it, I'm sorry. It was, it was just intriguing to watch him go through the process too because with the pillow it looked like he was actually feeling remorse and sorrow yeah you know because i I have to put a bad dog down you know Mm. yeller i'm so sorry there was what was who's the current who's the actor xander berkeley Everything that went through that guy's face, oh, very complex performance, great yeah. shot, too. It was a great well constructed shot. composition and, of the shot. And, and kudos, it takes a lot of energy to do that. So I've heard, <laughs> it takes a lot of energy to. And she, but the kudos. way she played it, my God, that was the thing yeah. I was thinking of. Yeah, you know, so you, first of all, just the terror of being yeah. a human being actress with a pillow over your yeah. face. You know, mm-hmm. if you have any kind of issues about that, yeah. and you know, then then that happens. And how did they? How I was, I was just. Thinking Thinking about how she was dealing with that as an actress, and then you know, so she goes limp, yeah. passes out, mm-hmm. is essentially you know dead, dead for a moment, and then he smacks her on the face, and that <gasps> oh my god, it was yeah. it was so gut wrenching to yeah. watch. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was it was amazing. It was visceral. Yeah, yeah. and then she still goes and does his dirty yeah. work for him. <laughs> yeah, that is just okay. Yeah, be All safe, right. baby. Be yeah. safe. Okay, bye. All, all based on a misunderstanding on why Henry was there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He's thinking that someone's trying yeah. to rip him off. Because of Allison. Mm-hmm. Dames. She's, she's trouble. trouble. She'd be trouble. All right. You so. know, and again, so now you have the parallel. You have Monroe who's, who doesn't believe his girl, his maid. Yeah. As she's trying to tell him the truth, and then you have Raylan, who is yeah. like not even looking at, yeah. right, not questioning at all. She's kind of like by the end of this episode, she's kind of dangling it in mm-hmm. his face. She's yes. like, so like you're not even f- questioning at all mm-hmm. if I had anything to do right? with it. And he's like, he's like, no. She's like, you have a a habit of dating women who are on the wrong side of the law. Mm-hmm. I don't even think about it. She's well, well, I, and I don't know if we're going to go there yet on on that. Go. Oh, Prediction well, tracker. Well, no, because that line he says, she goes, so where's the gold? Just throwing it away. So where's the gold? Oh, it's in a warehouse. We're going to auction it off. I'm mm-hmm. going, auction the gold? You just sell it. You know, you know mm-hmm. it was such a kind of like a throwaway line. That's well, they did, you, they did all kinds of things with her little misdirection, her touching yes, the gun, and they did it specific exactly. to let us know that, okay, she's not, she's there not thing, other things going sweetness on. and light, she's not unicorns and rainbows. She's got and, and, uh, and then when he visits Henry with yeah. the baseball bat. Again, you know, that was on me. <laughs> yeah. I should have been, been more clear. clear. Yeah. Um, that was a lot of expos. 
Yeah. For and I'm watching, thinking, okay, so I don't think Henry's hanging around much longer. Mm-hmm. So that ex boss has to go just for to Allison. just for Allison. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if Raylan knows how dirty she can be, mm-hmm. it's not in his character to put that aside. Yeah, he's it's normally not very much. You know, he's he's by the book. He 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 wasn't going to forgive Winona when she accidentally stole all that money, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and he had a kid with her. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I'm, but, I mean, he is blinded by the blonde. Thank you. That's what I was going to say. He does and we know there are powerful things. Yes. <laughs> they possess powerful things. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, he seems a little bit like he's, you know, I'm sure he'll he'll wise up mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that's what he does. When, but he yeah. definitely when seems. Have to, yeah. Or yeah. he already is wised up and is and just, just playing, playing along. Because, all of hey, us. You know, why turn this down? Well, I mean, uh, Rachel makes this point. She's like, the way you've been conducting your personal life lately... And I'm kind of wondering, like, like, what is she exactly talking about? Is she talking about how he's not seeing his kid? Or what else has he been up to in the off-season? Because, you know, this is very much... Well, the bartender, for one. He's a man whore. He is. She knows all about the extra money that she was putting aside for the child. I just don't consider that lately. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like there is time between seasons. Well, I just inferred that... He's just a player. Because it's the same thing he's done through season to season, is that he has... Well, it, as he should, he has flaws in his character, and you know sometimes they get well. There, there's a lever point. Let's just say that, and then it gets him into trouble. Yeah. He almost cleaned up for Winona. He almost got yeah. there. Just, oh, just, was barely, just, just a little. Mm-hmm. No. Nope. And then he could no. not step out of Marlowe's shadow. Mm-mm. Bastard. Mm-mm. And I, I like the line that Allison says to him. It's, uh, it all happened because he didn't believe his girlfriend. Yeah. Meaning Monroe and everything. But then you know it's right there. And, and Rachel mentioned it. And you know, in fact, the other thing that I thought was interesting. Is that they spent a lot of time with Allison, which is great. But uh, the Rachel thing was more interesting to me than the Allison story because I, I liked it. Really gave us some interplay and some more uh, depth to their relationship. Yeah, and Rachel's so uh, smart about him. Yes, and, she is. And you know, and you could see him just trying to play it all off. He's not interested. Yeah, and she's not buying it. She knows no. that he's you know. And again, a great line from Art. Which kind of goes to that? Yeah, it's not a chaperone. We call it backup. <laughs> yeah, you know where he art has to remind him. You're part of a team, yeah. and yeah. they're here to watch your back. And so that, they just piggyback that with with Rachel and what she I was know. telling him. It's like Jesus, are you so determined to have sex in this guy's yeah. house? Yeah. That you're willing to risk your life and her life too. Yeah, you know, like get you working out, and that and that art has to call, you know, to call him on that. Yeah, like, uh, hello. But that, but that, that I think was is what. Uh, she's referring to what I'm referring to as well is that Rachel knows that he has been managing it poorly mm-hmm. and Art has to continue That's and she's got to be insulted she, they've been working together yeah. long enough and he's just dismissing her out of hand just yeah. trying to shoo her out of this house yeah. trying to keep it all for himself for the blonde coming up the steps maybe she wants to bowl huh maybe yeah. Rachel <laughs> yeah, wants you ever to think bowl of that? she does but more than anything this episode pointed out to me that they they really got to spend more time with Rachel and Tim. I'm glad Tim's going to be in the next yeah. season, but it's yeah. the next episode, I should say. But I just think they're missing out on a hell of a lot because I thought that part was fascinating. It wasn't. I mean, I've seen the blonde with right. Raylan. Well, I'm going. It's kind of a well, same story. Well, we have a line. relationship with Rachel, and we have a relationship with Tim. Yeah. We know things about them, mm-hmm. and so that adds to the richness of any time they all come together. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, last season Rachel and uh, Raylan were kind of doing a, a case together. Yeah. They were yes. spending a lot of time together. I'm mm-hmm. like, are, are you guys? Are you guys setting them up? 
Mm. I mean, because they, you know, they were really kind of like having these discussions. And, mm-hmm. Yes. I um, would love the two of them together, but I don't see it happening. No, I don't either. She's he's, too smart. He's, he's got too much of a man <laughs> Yeah, I know. And he's just, he he's loves those smart. blondes, man. But the other thing about it is, is now that you know that season six is going to be the final season, mm-hmm. it, it, you just kind of put a little bit more weight on everything. Right. Like, okay, so basically what you're doing is you are going to have a season and a half of the finale. Right. So all of these things, you kind of, but, but what does it mean? Right. Yeah. Sometimes right. a duck is a duck. Right. Yeah. Well, just speaking to your, to your point about Rachel, I mean, looking ahead yeah. further into the season, I think it's episode six is going to have a bit more of a focus on her, um, is something that was reported recently. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, hopefully we'll get more more about Tim as well. Yeah. It's it's been a, a complaint from fans throughout the yeah. whole series, and it's but it's really more of a compliment to the series that these characters were so well formed right out of the mm-hmm. box that we always are going to want. More. Yeah, we want. And that, I'm sorry, but that is the Elmore Leonard character. Yeah, that just is. That's that's the guy he wrote, and that's you know they're staying true to that. Which I one, Rayland? You mean Rayland? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and, you know, one of the things that Graham Yost and and all the people who were involved in the writing and the producing of the show, they talk about how, you know, a character comes on or an actor comes on and plays a character. It's over here if you need more. Um, And, you know, like um, Walton Goggins, you know, he was supposed to be dead in the first episode. And now he's clearly not going to be dead until the last if he does at all. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, they come in, they work hard, they do an amazing job. Mm -hmm. That's another good one. Um, You know, their storyline continues. And so we keep because the show is so good, they keep getting actors coming in and they keep writing these interesting characters. And all of a sudden there's too much story to tell. You know, and you kind of have to let something fall by the wayside. Yeah. So it's the embarrassment of riches sort yeah. of situation. Mm-hmm. It's tough, to, but am I the only one that feels that here? Cause About I, what? No, I really want them to. Yeah. Oh, no. We want to know I love when Tim gets in his face. And yes. when, when you see Tim in a trailer and you get excited, you get to yeah. see Tim, you need more Tim. Yeah, yeah. right. Exactly. Well, you know, I mean, because he's right. a perfect foil for Raylan. Like, yeah. He doesn't, you know, he's so deadpan and yeah. just he knows Raylan's crap. He, uh, he, I mean, he got a subplot last year mm-hmm. with his uh, with his friend and, yep. and Colton, you know. And so it's, it's Rachel's turn. Yeah. Rachel's yeah. turn to get a full subplot. It is. Yeah. Now, if Monroe is going to be the crazy guy that they cut to, you know, to help the... Well, he's you know. on the ground at the moment. So yeah. yeah. So, Two he's still moving. Him. Yeah, but, you know. And how about no. Mikey? Pulling the gun out. Oh, yeah. yeah. We he's, a we, he's a stone he's killer. He's a stone killer. Yeah. So we didn't expect hmm. that. No. I also, I just, I love watching Jerry Burns on this oh show. Oh, my God. Um, when he was uh, messing around with the with the BB gun. Thanks, <laughs> I wanted to bring that back. Yeah, the BB gun. Again. I just, he looks like an overgrown bird of some kind. It was such such a great callback <laughs> like to when ostrich. Cyrus was doing it to the twerkers. Yeah. yeah. It was so fun to watch. Yeah. I mean, so let's get into that storyline, because that's, that's all about trying to figure out who let the uh, let, let it out, that, uh, that the, the shipment, shipment was, coming was coming in, who stole the shipment, and everything like that. And so they're... Going around, uh, yeah. you know, getting the usual spe- suspects together and trying to figure mm-hmm. it out. And Cyrus gets pulled in. And One of the uh, jumped up corner boys. Yeah. 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 What do they call them? Unwashed corner unwashed. boys. Unwashed yeah. corner boys. The great like, unwashed corner the boys. <laughs> I didn't quite get that. I mean, I understand what it means, but I'm going. The I wire. Sorry. It's a wire reference. It's not really a wire reference. It's uh-huh. just what you call it's what you call the guy on the corner who yeah. sells the drugs. Okay. He's a corner boy. Corner yeah, boy. Just a little Unwashed old to be a corner boy. boy. I thought there was something right. there. Yeah. Anyway, I just love that. Uh, so, so, I mean, but how much fun can you, can you have if you're Jerry Burns? You get to fire up a BB gun. 
Ear, boom. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I just kept thinking, why doesn't he get up out of the chair? Why doesn't he yeah. sh- run? He's yeah. afraid. Yeah, because, Beca- he's, because he's dumb. <laughs> he's dumb. But yeah, it was it was incredibly unsettling. Uh-huh. You know, every time he's pumping the gun, yeah. the more you pump it, the harder it gets. Is that what the deal is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ear. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's just so much fun to watch, and he doesn't do anything. Yeah. It, he's so good in that role. And and again, when, when Raylan walks into the Winnebago... Mm-hmm. And it's just those two. That really yeah. is a settle down and just watch. I, I, I think I have yeah. like here are my notes on that Duffy and Raylan. Was <laughs> it? I just like yeah. okay. I'm just well. That watch. Remind, I mean, I like remind me of the scene in season three with Quarles when he when um, uh, he's repainting the wall after Quarles <gasps> had painted it with some yes. guy's blood and. Then, and Raylan comes in to see him, and they have that little showdown yes. between he and uh, yes. uh, you know Wayne and uh, Wayne and uh, Raylan. Every I, time the, go ahead. I just keep flashing back to that time. I think it was also in season three when Raylan plays Russian roulette with Wynn, and yeah. we oh, finally yeah. see the veneer crack, yeah. and he's like, "Jesus Christ!" Yeah. Um, you know, and it, we haven't seen him be a psychopath in a while, and this no. was like a great moment for him to just relentlessly and ruthlessly shoot this mm-hmm. guy. I also thought that the BB gun was a little linked back to uh, Harlan Roulette. I mean, in a very tiny way, yeah. you know, it's kind of like this is a Harlan Roulette light because <laughs> it's a BB gun, right? Yeah, but well, that's and, what it reminded me. Of. Right, and it gave it a, that slight edge of comedy. Yeah, because yes. it's silly that he's shooting him with a BB gun, yes. except we know it hurts, but it's not going to kill him, and yeah. so yeah. He yeah. might take his eye out. Which, oh, yeah. Right. But, but, that, that is, but that's always Duffy, that slight edge of comedy. That's right. Mm-hmm. Even when he's sitting there, there's always that feeling of he's on the outside watching the crazy, and, mm-hmm. and he's above it, but occasionally he has to go in and get his hands dirty mm-hmm. with the unwashed yeah, corner boys. Well, well, that, and he he's in this town. He's in Harlan, this hick town, and, yes. and all that other stuff. Yes. He doesn't want to be there. Yeah, he's been downgraded. Even with, even with yeah. Mikey, you know, no, get behind the wheel and see if you can outrun him. Let him in. Yeah. yeah. For goodness sake. Yeah. So let me see if I get this right. You're protecting me from yes. something that you set in motion? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now I can <laughs> see how you can see you it that way yeah. if you wanted to dwell on the negative. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just love it when, when those two are together and doing a scene. It's just so much fun. Yeah. It's just so much fun. So glad he's a series regular this season. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we learned it's Johnny. Was anybody surprised we were talking about it last week? No, nope. we knew it. Yeah. yeah. Well, of course, we Candy it. was a big tip-off. But, yeah, you know, they, yeah, they told yeah. us, but, yeah, exactly. you know... Well, it I was, I was, exciting for I some was people. excited just because I didn't want Johnny to be gone. You know, right, David friend, Minier, friend, friend of, the of the show. Yeah, he was great when he was here, and it was like, no, yeah, cool, Johnny's back. Yeah, and we saw him at the premiere, so yeah. we, you know, we, we had a feeling he was exactly. coming back. So that was that was good so, news, great good news. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, uh, we've covered all the storylines I wanted to. Anything? Any other last words before we get into news and gossip? Anything? Anything? No, Anything? I think we're all good. right. Let's move on to news and gossip. All right, let's do it. After Buzz TV News. Interesting story in Rolling Stone uh, interviewing Timothy Oliphant talking about racism in America. Oh, wow. He says that when he first read the pilot script for Justified, he said, I'm guilty when I read this first five years ago. I remember asking myself, God, this is going to feel dated. But between that and shooting the pilot, I realized that nothing is dated about this at all. That was right at the height of congressmen accusing each other of being racist. People were talking about a, quote, black president. Racism was a big topic then. We were outside 
Pittsburgh and people could tell me that the Klan was alive and well in those parts. I don't know if we've tackled that issue as of late, but I know when we started it, it was big. So, you know, just talking about kind of the issues that Justified is bringing up and how topical everything is. I think it still works. It doesn't feel dated at all. No, no. But he was, you know, because he lives in Los Angeles. I assume he lives in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. You know, you think those things don't exist. And the point was that they do exist. Mm-hmm. Mary Steenburgen is going to join us this season. Yes. She's going to be in episode 10. She will be playing Catherine Hale, a beautiful Southern belle who was the wife of Wynn Duffy's mentor in crime. Oh, wow. Uh, I, I had heard a this, mentor. Yeah, I heard this story as well. I, I think she's also supposed to recur through next season. I believe that's right. Oh, yeah. Wow, right. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. She's going to be interesting. And, and she has a real accent. So she <laughs> can just... Beautiful, but it's uh, how she actually talks. Beautiful but deadly. (laughs) Cast members of Justified and others gathered at the New Roads School in Santa Monica yesterday. We talked about this last week to read excerpts and pay tribute to Elmore Leonard, who died last year, as we know. Nonprofit literature organization Writers Block presented the evening with the help of Leonard's researcher Greg Sutter. Um, and they, they talked, you know, it was a tribute night talking about Elmore Leonard. Um, and they talked about how, you know, how well the show has gone and that the entire season was based on one short story. Mm-hmm. And, and it shows the depth and the breadth of the kind of stories that Elmore Leonard can tell. Um, his son or son, Peter Leonard, also shared what Elmore Leonard was like at home. He said, quote, in the 60s, when everyone in Detroit was driving a big American car, Elmore bought a Fiat convertible Mm. that he sometimes drove on the sidewalk to the bewilderment of our neighbors. He laughed. I think alcohol might have been involved. (laughs) (laughs) So there's dad. Um, Okay, Uh, want a chance to shoot guns? With Timothy Oliphant in real life. Here's BB your guns. opportunity. BB yes. guns are real guns. The okay. star of Justified has teamed up with Omaze.com, who did the big Breaking Bad um, okay. giveaway. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a company that pairs charities with stars to raise funds. They've just launched a one-of-a-kind appearance to play Railing Givens for a day. Mm. Go to Omaze.com to enter the raffle. We're not, they're not affiliated with us. I'm just, I just found this interesting. You get a visit of, the winner gets a visit to the set of Justified and a day of shooting guns with Timothy Oliphant. Wow. The proceeds of this raffle benefit the Lori Teitelman and Ruth Hershey Fund, which will create scholarships to the Westland School in LA for students. Tickets start at $10 a pop. That's O-M-A-Z-E? O-M-A-Z-E dot com. All right. Interesting, interesting little bit. And from YouTube, we have a couple of comments that ah. I wanted to make. Um, we talked about Ben Hamill, one of our um, one of our fans talking about whether or not Constable Bob was going to be back. Oh, right. Constable um, Bob. And so he gave me the link. This was an article from Buddy TV from May of 2013, so it's quite okay. a ways back. But Patton Oswalt was interviewed, and he said, according to Graham Yost, I am coming back in season five. Great. But there have been no details. And that was obviously from, from May, May of last okay. year. From Twitter, just a tweet that I found that was funny. Oliphant, a surname that makes Cumberbatch look slightly less goofy. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you to Not Inadequate. Um, And just talking about, again, one of our Twitter fans reminding us that art in season two went back to investigate the money that Winona Mm -hmm. stole. And so he got his teeth into something and continued with it. 
So you know the idea about you know yeah, investigating Raylan and, have, and having that whole thing in the background yeah, still going on. That, yeah. uh, speaking of this is again uh, Rashad 0026 saying speaking of Theotonin, Adam Arkin is directing an episode this season. Oh yeah. great. He's a fantastic director. Right. Yeah. And so it wouldn't be a surprise to see him mm-hmm. perhaps making an appearance this mm-hmm. season. Or maybe just the back of him. Or the back of yeah. the phone. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> All right. That's what I have for news. Thank you, Tim. Yes. Right. Yeah, I appreciate it. All right. Let's move on to predictions. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. All right. Okay. Here's a bold one. I, I have nothing uh, to... to Evidence this, but I, Mara's not long for this world. Oh, wow. Good one. That is bold. That is bold. Hmm. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, I'm going to say Allison's up to no good. Uh, mm. I don't know how it, how or if it will tie into anything else this season, but I would love to see it somehow touch uh, the, the crows or the crowders in some way. Um, mm. She's no stranger to drug use. Uh, and to, you know, drugs and drug planting. Home. Yeah, drug planting. Um, I'd love to see that get Raylan in trouble somehow or, or just drag him into more shenanigans. Big fan of that. Okay, I'm going with um, the the tattoo, the dead guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's going to have an effect with Ava. I think that's going to somehow get back to her. I think there's going to be, I think there's going to be trouble. I think Boyd is going to screw up somehow. It's time. not going to be a contained secret. I don't think it's then. going to be contained. Um, I see a gold-plated koi in our future, <laughs> <laughs> um, which would make them truly worth a hundred grand. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I'm going to piggyback on your statement, Matt. I think that um, Allison is going to create some big problems. We saw, you know, we saw the foreshadowing. They never give it to us without, you know, giving us a reason. So I think she's going to be big trouble. But I don't think she's going to get the better of Raylan. All right. Now, are you piggybacking just because he's the dreamy new guy? Yes, that's exactly to, why. Right. The dreamy new guy, okay. according to the fans. Okay. According to the fans, I'm dreaming. Yeah. You mean it, fans? Yeah. Tamara is hideous. Steve's no, a jerk. That's... John's too silly. But Matt is a welcome oh, addition. Look at, uh-huh. all, look at our welcome addition. Right. That's you. I'm all a flutter. Yeah, have he's some more apple vapors. pie. Who yeah. brought it? I did. Thank you very much. Yeah, you're welcome. Right. We've, we treasure and value you, Tamara. By the way, if anybody out there has another flavor they'd like us to try and give our <laughs> reviews. Yeah. We'll, right. do, we'll do moonshine free. reviews as well. Absolutely. TV. You can find us at AfterBuzz TV. On mm-hmm. that, let them know where they can find you, Matt Dreamy Boy. <sighs> Alright, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Matt Lieberman. That's M-A-T-T-L-I-E-B-E-R-M-A-N. Here at AfterBuzz TV, I do a bunch of shows. I'm not going to be able to remember them all, but I'm doing Almost Human. Uh, Sherlock. A- Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Sherlock on Sunday nights. Great uh, new AfterBuzz TV show for a great show. Uh, Helix on Sci-Fi, which if you haven't checked it out yet, definitely do. Banshee on Cinemax. Uh, probably some other stuff. Doctor okay. Who Classics coming back. And uh, if you're in L.A. and you love live comedy, you can see me perform at the I.O. West Comedy Theater the first Sunday of every month as a member of DJ Fawcett. Thank you right. much. You can. Uh, bottomly, Stephen, and uh, all kinds of stuff happening in 2014. We'll keep you posted. Yes, exciting, we will. Exciting, exciting, exciting. Big, exciting stuff. You can find me uh, at Tamara Berg, T-A-M-A-R-A-B-E-R-G. On Twitter, also, my website is TamaraCentral.com. Check it out. There's good stuff there. Funny videos. And you can find me here right here next week for another AfterBuzz TV after show for Justified. We'll talk to you next time. 
from executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later, Apple Pie. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.